This is our devotional commentary for 1 Chronicles chapter 21. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Then Satan stood against Israel and incited David to number Israel. So David said to Joab and the commanders of the army, Go, number Israel, from Beersheba to Dan, and bring me a report, that I may know their number. But Joab said, May the Lord add to his people a hundred times as many as they are. Are they not, my lord the king, all of them, my lord's servants? Why then should my lord require this? Why should it be a cause of guilt for Israel? But the king's word prevailed against Joab, so Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came back to Jerusalem. And Joab gave the sum of the numbering of the people to David. In all Israel there were 1,100,000 men who drew the sword, and in Judah 470,000 who drew the sword. But he did not include Levi and Benjamin in the numbering, for the king's command was abhorrent to Joab. But God was displeased with this thing, and he struck Israel. David said to God, I have sinned greatly in that I have done this thing, but now, please, Take away the iniquity of your servant, for I have acted very foolishly. And the Lord spoke to Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, Thus says the Lord, Three things I offer you, choose one of them that I may do it to you. So Gad came to David and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Choose what you will, either three years of famine or three months of devastation by your foes while the sword of your enemies overtakes you, or else three days of the sword of the Lord, pestilence on the land, with the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the territory of Israel. Now decide what answer I shall return to him who sent me. Then David said to Gad, I am in great distress. Let me fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercy is very great, but do not let me fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a pestilence on Israel, and seventy thousand men of Israel fell. And God sent the angel to Jerusalem to destroy it. But as he was about to destroy it, the Lord saw, and he relented from the calamity. And he said to the angel who was working destruction, It is enough, now stay your hand. And the angel of the Lord was standing by the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. David lifted his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord standing between earth and heaven, and in his hand a drawn sword stretched out over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders, clothed in sackcloth, fell upon their faces. And David said to God, Was it not I who gave command to number the people? It is I who have sinned and done great evil, but these sheep, what have they done? Please, let your hand, O Lord my God, be against me and against my father's house, but do not let the plague be on your people. Now the angel of the Lord had commanded Gad to say to David that David should go up and raise an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. 
So David went up at Gad's word, which he had spoken in the name of the Lord. Now Ornan was threshing wheat. He turned and saw the angel, and his four sons who were with him hid themselves. As David came to Ornan, Ornan looked and saw David and went out from the threshing floor and paid homage to David with his face to the ground. And David said to Ornan, Give me the sight of the threshing floor, that I may build on it an altar to the Lord. Give it to me at its full price, that the plague may be averted from the people. Then Ornan said to David, Take it, and let my lord the king do what seems good to him. See, I give the oxen for burnt offerings, and the threshing sledges for the wood, and the wheat for a grain offering. I give it all. But King David said to Ornan, No, but I will buy them for the full price. I will not take for the Lord what is yours, nor offer burnt offerings that cost me nothing. So David paid Ornan six hundred shekels of gold by weight for the site. And David built there an altar to the Lord and presented burnt offerings and peace offerings and called on the Lord And the Lord answered him with fire from heaven upon the altar of burnt offering. Then the Lord commanded the angel, and he put his sword back into its sheath. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him at the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite, he sacrificed there. For the tabernacle of the Lord, which Moses had made in the wilderness, and the altar of burnt offering were at that time in the high place of Gibeon, But David could not go before it to inquire of God, for he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. The chronicler doesn't tell us much about the turmoil that marked David's reign because of his affair with Bathsheba or the later rebellion led by his son Absalom. But in 1 Chronicles 21, he does mention one event when David clearly disobeyed God. Why? Most likely because this sin led to the location of the temple, which was a critical part of the covenant that God made with David. Having been shown the fulfillment of God's promise to subdue all David's enemies back in chapter 17, we will now see how God fulfilled the second portion of that promise to appoint a place for my people Israel. Clearly, the promise involved more than a secure land for their dwelling, but a place where God himself would dwell among them, namely the temple. For the central task of the promised descendant would be to build a house for the Lord. Chapter 17, verse 12. The occasion of the selection of the temple site is described in great detail because it highlights with remarkable clarity the ultimate purpose for the temple, namely God's salvation of his people. This was not to be a religious shrine, but the place where sinful humans could meet with a righteous and holy God that he might demonstrate the greatness of his grace and mercy to them. The chapter opens with Satan inciting David to number the people of Israel, verse 1. This act was strictly forbidden in the law of Moses, 
unless accompanied by a tax on each person counted, which was to be used in the service of the sanctuary. Otherwise, a plague would come upon the people. In the parallel account of 2 Samuel 24, it says, The anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he incited David to conduct the census. So, who prompted David to sin? Was it Satan or God? Well, in one sense, it doesn't matter, for as Luther said, the devil is God's devil. God does not directly tempt anyone to do evil, but in God's universe, it is impossible to escape his sovereignty. Whether he providentially allows something or acts more directly, God is always in charge and his ways are always just and good. Three times David expresses deep contrition, and yet consequences are severe. Finally, God acts in mercy to halt the deadly plague at the site of Ornan's threshing floor, verses 14 and 15. And there God commands David to build an altar and offer up the sacrifice he had provided in his law, verse 18. This is the place where God will build his house. It's never right to sin so that good may come of it, but when we do sin, praise God that he can overrule it for good, transforming the effects into something which will contribute to his glory. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily the Word.